0: Welcome. We are so glad you've joined us today. Are you ready for another Bayside Christian Church podcast? Let's get straight into it.
1: Thank you, Pastor Ross. Oh, church, why don't you just stay standing just for a moment? We're going to pray before we kick off. Is that all right? Okay, the front row thinks that's good. The back apparently doesn't pray. So uh, right, let's just close our eyes. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence in this place today. God, we honor you. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Father, I pray that you work miracles in this place. Father, I thank you for your glory just to invade this house in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said? Amen. 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 You can take your seats. Oh, I'm excited today. Well, I was asking the Lord uh, what, I, what he wanted to share about... Uh, for today and and uh, I didn't hear a lot to start with, if I'm honest, but I did, I did eventually because I was persistent and, um, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun today, is that alright? It's okay to have fun in the, in the house of God, probably like that show, we probably have a couple of hippies in here as well, <laughs> Troy mainly, <laughs> what was that guy's name, something frisbee? The guy off the show? Bonnie, Bonnie Frisbee? Bonnie. Ronnie. Bonnie. Lonnie. I've never seen the movie, so I wouldn't know. That's so cool. I love that. He just rocks up on the door. He's like, this is such a good vibe. <laughs> I feel the presence of God, and it's good and here today. Praise God. But I want to talk to you today about carrying the presence of God wherever you go. Because the Christian life is more than just uh, stepping into into salvation. Paul actually says that that's the first step. That's the starting point. That's not just the destination. Although that's what God paid for us to have. That's the starting point of the life in Christ. How cool is that? We're actually called and powered and empowered by the Holy Spirit to carry His glory wherever we go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. How cool is that? So, on that, I just wanted to start really quickly because I felt like I had a couple of words for people. And uh, is it right if, if I release those today? Who's ready to receive a word from God? Yeah. If it's for you, I just encourage you. If it's for you, just respond to it immediately. If, like, even if it's remotely close, just grab it and receive it because God's power is in this place. So to start with, I actually felt that there was someone here and their right leg was shorter than their left. Well, sir, you don't have feet, so (laughs) I wouldn't be worried about the shortness issue. You can't make this stuff up. Honestly, it's so funny. <laughs> we'll pray for you 100%. But you have your right leg is shorter than your left. Rowan, up the back, that's you. Why don't you just stand up real quick. Yeah, Anyone else that has specifically right leg shorter than the left? Um, yeah, all right, just Rowan. Sweet, thank you. Hey, want everyone, everyone to stretch up your hands back to the sound booth back there. They're hiding most of the time, but they can receive healing as well. Father, in Jesus' name, we speak to that leg. Right now, that right leg. Grow out now, in Jesus' name. Right now, in Jesus' name. Right now, in Jesus' name. If you're in that booth, just lay your hands on his leg, even specifically his hip, his hip region, I see. Father, right now, in Jesus' name. Jesus name Thank you God Grow out now We speak to you in the spirit Leg you have an ear in the spirit Receive Thank the word of the Lord In Jesus mighty name Thank you, Father. Thank you Father You might just need to test that out Ron See how you go The other thing I had too Was um, ringing or partial deafness in the right ear Ringing over here Was it ringing or partial deafness? both. Well, stand up. Stand up. Praise God. Is there anyone else here that has that? Wow, these words are extremely. Right here at the front, our pastor in the right ear. Oh, praise God. He's going to do a miracle. All right. want you guys to stretch up, receive. Come on. Come on, uh, church. We're doing the work of Christ here today. If you're near them, stand up. Believe your best prayer. Pray your best prayer. Have the best faith you've got. Lay hands on them. We speak to these ears, these ringing ears, this partial deafness. You must leave now in Jesus' name. Go in Jesus' name. Deafness, spirit of deafness. You must leave now in Jesus' name. Jesus, Tinnitus, is that the word? You must go now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God. Industrial death now. Easy now, God. In Jesus name, God. You will hear perfectly in Jesus' mighty name. I speak to the heiful to stand up. They're not laying down anymore. Stand up and hear the word of the Lord. Be restored now. For Pastor Mary Lynn, right here. Ear. Be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. You might just need to test that now, test it, get your finger clicking, whatever that is, just give it a test, give it a test, because God's doing a work, God's doing a work in this place, he's doing a work in this place. He wouldn't give me a word like that if he didn't want to do something about it, amen? So good. The other thing I had was, um, I felt that someone had pain in their left ankle, the, Foot, but more specifically, the left ankle. Yeah? Um, we've got Lisa. We've got Ann. We've got... Over here, I don't know your name. Sorry. Why don't you guys stand up for me right now real quick? Thank you, Jesus. Come on, church. Together, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Stretch out. Pray your best faith prayer right now. Declare healing over that foot, over that ankle. We speak to the joints, we speak to the ligaments, we speak to the soles. We command you to be restored now in the mighty name of Jesus. Pain, you are illegal. You must leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. For by his stripes, we were healed in the mighty name of Jesus. So Father, restore those ankles now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, God. Those getting prayed for, just test it. Test it. Start to test it. Start to test it. Start to test it. Start to put weight on it. Start to move it around. What's going on? Anything happening? You can be completely honest with us. It's going to happen. Amen. Yeah? Praise God. Praise God. Okay, here's a risky one. You ready? And, and uh, don't, f- don't feel embarrassed for me or anything like that, but I felt God gave me a phone number. Um, so I'm going to read it. I don't even know if it's got the right amount of digits in it, but we're going to give it a go. Is that cool? So this is your phone number. Uh, we're going to see what happens. Is that cool? All right. So ready? It's a mobile number, 0428385295. Is that anyone's phone number? that's totally fine. It was worth a crack. Maybe they're online. What I actually specifically felt was God wanted to speak boldness and, and encourage over your life. So even if it's not your phone number and you want to receive that, I speak courage and boldness over your life in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. Carriers of glory. Why don't you turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you are taking me out for lunch. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, turn to the other neighbor, the one you didn't choose, and say, neighbor, they said no. So... Okay, seriously though, turn to your neighbor and say, Neighbor, if you want to take notes today, write this down. Pastor Matt's message is called Becoming Carriers of God's glory. Praise God. Praise God. Why don't you open your Bibles and turn with me to Psalms seventy-two eighteen? To 19. Psalm 72. It's on the screen, but I encourage you to find it in your in your Bibles today because there's something powerful about that. Psalm 72, verse 18 to 19. It says this, ready? Blessed be the Lord God of Israel who only does wondrous things things and bless his glorious name forever and let the whole earth be filled with his glory yeah. praise god who only does wonderful things praise god who only does wonderful things if you've ever guessed or wondered about the character of God the Father, this is His character. He only does wonderful things. How good is that? And then picture this next part, ready? Verse 19 says this, that the whole earth be filled with His glory. Can you imagine what that looks like? What does that look like, church? The whole earth, not just the church, not just your workplace, the whole earth Look, vision it, the whole earth being filled with his glory. We, Rachel and I were having a chat last night and she brought up a story that when she was in high school, she said that she used to see herself carrying the presence of God and it was like it was a, um, like everywhere she went, everything was impacted by the presence of God that she carried. When did we stop having faith like that? That we actually carried God's glory to the point that the whole earth was filled with his glory. Do you know what I believe? I believe that if every Christian took up the the mantle of carrying God's glory, we would see what it would look like to have the whole earth filled with his glory. How good is that? Oh, praise God. Some of you need to get way more excited about that. Like... If every single Christian in this church took up the mantle of carrying God's glory, we would see all of Harvey Bay filled with God's glory. We would see the Esplanade filled with God's glory. We would see workplaces filled with God's glory. We would see homes filled with God's glory. We would see streets filled with God's glory. We'd see schools and does this make we would see the prison cells filled with God's glory. Because there's there's Christians there too. You know what I mean? Like this is what it looks like. God has sent His Holy Spirit so that everything He does is now in complete partnership with His people. That's right. yeah. We are called to be carriers of God's glory. What a thought. It's so amazing. You know, John chapter 2, verse 11, we see Jesus has just performed His first miracle at the wedding feast, right? We all know the story. He's turned water into wine. And then it says this. It's really interesting verse. In, uh, which is verse 11, it says that um, these first signs that Jesus did in Galilee, right, where he manifested his glory, and then it says, and the disciples believed in him. Other translations say the disciples believed and made his glory known. Wow. There is a direct connection between signs and wonders and miracles. And us carrying God's glory and making it known. How amazing is that? We are actually called as disciples of Christ to first believe and then make his glory known. What a powerful mandate. And if we're honest, we don't pick it up very often. Am I right? This is something that we're called to. This is something that God, the reason why Jesus gave his spirit, Acts 1.8 says this, you will be bestowed with power when the spirit comes upon you and you will be my? We are called to carry glory. We are called to make known the glory of God. How cool is that? So when I was asking the Lord, I was like, you know, What's something that you want to speak into your people on Sunday? He gave me this scripture and it is Acts 2 verse 11. Right, so we see the story. The Holy Spirit has just been poured out. um, And they're, they're baptized in the Spirit. Tongues of fire, they start speaking in tongues. It just gets so crazy in that little church, the little upper room, 120 of them just getting all wild and radical and they bust out the door and they're out on the streets and they Right? <laughs> and then it says, because of the sound, the mighty sound of the rushing wind all of Jerusalem came out because they could hear it and they're like, what's going on? And we start to see that the people are in absolute awe and they're perplexed about the the sign that is happening before them. And it starts to go through all the different people who are present, right? And we get to verse 11 and it's finishing off that list of all the people that are present. And it says this, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them, in our own tongues, the wonderful, speaking in our own tongues, the wonderful works of God. So get this picture, right? The 120 are all speaking in tongues. You know, if you come on the... um encountering equipped nights Ross was talking about how when we speak in tongues we're actually ministering to the father and it bypasses our understanding system and it's our direct spirit connection and the and the Holy Spirit is interceding on our behalf so here we see the disciples now apostles speaking in tongues to the father by faith and the Holy Spirit is translating these different languages to people the Holy Spirit was in charge of what was being said. The Holy Spirit saw it fit for the unbelieving world. The first thing that the unbelieving her- world heard from the church of Jesus Christ was the wonderful works of God. It wasn't the doctrines of Jesus. It wasn't even the words of Jesus. It wasn't even... It wasn't even um, What the Spirit was, it was the wonderful signs, wonders, the wonderful works of God. Other translations say it was the mighty acts of God. So this is what it would have looked like, right? There's these people there. Right? They're out there, wherever, whatever the scene looked like, they're there speaking in tongues, ministering to the Father. The Holy Spirit is translating on their behalf and people are hearing these people share these testimonies this one time. We were on this boat, right? And there were storms and Jesus wasn't there and we're like we're going to die and Peter's like we're going to die and John's like we're going to die. And then next thing we see this ghost walking on the water, but it wasn't a ghost, it was Jesus. And then Jesus said Peter like, you know, oh Sorry, Peter says, Lord, if that's you, call me out on the water. And Jesus says, come. And then we saw Peter step on the water. And then there was this other time with the storm. And Jesus was not walking on the water, but he was sleeping in the boat. And, and when Jesus came up, he was sleeping in the storms, cooing, has power over the winds and the waves? This is what everyone was hearing, the works of God. And after this crazy storm, we rock up on the beach and then this naked demonic man comes out of a cemetery and he's got hundreds of demons in him and then Jesus and him start having this conversation and the demons are like, Lord, what are you doing here? Have you come to torture us? And then Jesus was like, no, go into the pigs. And then we saw a hundred pigs run off the, this is what everyone's hearing. How crazy is this? Can you start to see the picture? the Holy Spirit is translating on their behalf not just the words of God, not even translating scripture, not the Torah, not the Psalms, not, I'm not saying that's not important, but the very first witness to the unbelieving world from the church of Jesus Christ was look at the marvelous miracles, power of God, the signs and wonders of God. And then the word of God was preached. Isn't that powerful? So this is what we're going to do today. Before I share my message, I've actually lined up a few people to share about the wonderful works of God. Is that cool? So all those that I've arranged, why don't you just why don't you stand up and come up here, right? All those people that I've arranged to share their testimony, just come and stand here. Do we have time for this church? to hear it if it was good enough for the Bible I think it's good enough for us is that cool just come stand over here we've got a few people it's not yeah 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 so let me just say this right I, I know a couple of this testimonies that are going to be shared I just want to make a clarification I don't know all of them a lot of these stories might have me involved right no no I'm just trying to make a thing That's not because I'm the only one doing wondrous works through the power of the Holy Spirit. It's just because I know about them, okay? This is actually the fruit of the house, all right? Not the fruit of me. It's the fruit of the house. The only reason they probably have me involved in this story is because I know about it, all right? I just wanted to make that. This isn't a me show. This is the fruit of the house. Is that okay? All right, let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Hey guys, no, I'm
0: gonna hold the microphone. Oh, you're gonna hold it so you can. Um, so I guess this kind of I want to bridge to a story when I turn 30, but I just want to say to really um, to lay a foundation for this morning. Um, when we're coming into to worship at the very end, like I was like honestly, I was like man, I'm feeling like there's like a bit of a blockage in my in my mind. And then um, Ross, when you prayed, you prayed the peace. I, there was like a shift like in the spirit. And um, there was something like released, you know, off me. And I, I come to church, and I was like, "Yeah, everything's kind of fine and stuff." But then I was carrying something, like, and yeah. As soon as you prayed, there was a shift in the atmosphere, and there's a there was a releasing off my mind. And and I was like literally crying for the last like five minutes afterwards. And um, just knowing that God was ministering to my heart, and and kind of reminds me of a, uh, another time on my thirtieth birthday. I come to church, and I was like, I was pretty, I was pretty cooked to be honest. Like, I just had my thirtieth, and um, it's feeling real heavy. Um, like early in the year, I've got, I'd gone through like some like work challenges and relationship challenges, and um, yeah. And God was bringing me to a, a new level, and I felt, and it was just like I was coming to church, and I, I was just carrying this, like I was fe- feeling really depressed, and um, yeah. I, I, Maddie was preaching, and um, I just remember <laughs> remember after the at the end of the service, like I don't I can't remember what he was talking about. Um, so we,
1: neither do I, I'll be honest.
0: And um, but yeah, I just I just come up to the front and then I just remember just staring at the at the, the wall there. And I'm like, you know, I just feeling like out of like out of sorts and then then I felt this this voice that came into my mind and was like, "Tell Matt I'm going to punch him out." <laughs> and like literally like wh- whoever knows me, that is not me. You know, that's that's not what I do. I'm not a violent person, but I knew there was something that was in, in me that was trying to come out, and it was manifesting itself. And um, I just and Matt was praying for people, and I said, "Hey, Matt, there's something inside me that wants to punch you out." And then, and Matt, and then Matt's like, "Okay, okay, what is it? Who are you?" I, I kind of remember most.
1: I, I said, "Let's go." Let's,
0: let's go. And then all I all I felt after that was it was like this something just come to the front, and then it was like I just stepped back and. And God was really like just, you know, when we were saying bring all the burdens, bring all the stuff, I felt this stuff was coming because there was such an anointing on the church that day that this stuff was coming up and I just stood back and um, Matt was ministering. I think he was speaking to it and I, and I had a couple of boys trying to hold me back and um, punch, punch Maddie out. Um, but yeah, he cast this, this demon out and I, I remember falling on the, on the ground and um, just feeling like I went on the ground and, and then after that... Um, I just, I was like, oh, this is all good. This is fine. And then I heard some other voices saying, hey, no, nah, you don't need prayer. It's all fine. It's all good. And there was some other stuff that was coming out. And God was really um, ministering and healing. And I, and I, I saw this picture of, um, like, the foundations in Christ. And it was like a pier. My last name is Pearson. So I was like, God's pretty humorous in that sense. But I saw um, these um, pylons, like these um, wooden pylons at the pier. And it was like God, it was they were rotten. And God had removed them and replaced them with solid solid ground and solid concrete. And um, yeah, and then I just saw the armor of God and I just walked into the armor of God and really being secure and protected. And um, yeah, that's new levels and yeah, healing in that sense. Yeah.
2: Staff here, don't
1: go anyway. Don't go
2: All right. Cool. So my story also has mad in it. <laughs> anyway, so it was one youth night and I was feeling a lot of pain. I could barely sleep. Sit up, anything, drive, and driving is a lot of what I do for my job. So, yeah, it was very uncomfortable. I had severe pain all through my back and and my hips over here. And I was literally standing like that. So, my, like, my, it was basically like that, right? Um,
1: How long have you dealt with that?
2: Oh, for a very long time. (laughs) Years. Like, I can't even remember how far back it goes, but yeah, it's been years. And I remember I booked a, appointment with a chiropractor that, that afternoon so I had I'd gone to the appointment and he looks at me and he does all these tests makes me stand up and I couldn't balance at that point so I just kept falling every time he did that and then he looks at me and he looks at my back and he's like yeah you, you probably have like really severe scoliosis and you just have not known about it or haven't touched it and I was just like what no way like I just I know I have back pain but it can't be that bad <laughs> but I've I've never looked at it in that way so I was like okay and then he didn't do anything. Like he did no treatments on me or anything. He's just like, yeah, no, that's what it is, and we're gonna have to like dig deeper and stuff like that. So like, he booked me in for another appointment. I was like, mm. so when I got to church, I didn't actually want to come to youth that night as well because I was really in like a lot of despair. It literally shifted me into depression immediately, wow. and I just didn't want to come. And I was like, nah, something just dragged me here. I was like, I'm already, I'm like literally just down the road. Let's just go to youth. So I walked into youth, and literally everybody looks at me like, what's wrong with you? Because I honestly looked like despair and depression. Yeah. Like it was showing. Like I wasn't, it wasn't just internal. It was showing on the outside. And then Kate asked me what wrong. I'm, what's like, what happened? And I told her what happened. I was like, I just feel like I don't ever want to be here. And then she literally yanks me to Matt. Like doesn't even say anything. Literally drags me to Matt. And then we tell him the story. And then he starts praying for me. And as he's praying for me, I can literally see my body do this. Like I can feel it. Like my body literally did that. And I literally came into alignment. And I've never had a problem with like, I've gone to like an author after that, and he's like, "Nah, this, you don't have scoliosis. There's nothing wrong with your alignment. You just have tense muscles, and oh, that's it." I see that. So yeah, <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, I've, I've literally not had to have like major adjustments or anything after, ever since that. Oh, Ooh.
1: Ooh, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. you want to do
2: that? Sure. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
3: Cool. Go for it. <laughs>
1: Really?
2: Yeah. Okay. John? Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> hey? Lord, we just prophesy for your healing over Karen right now, Father Lord. Whatever she's feeling in these bones, in her body, Father Lord, you are making everything new right now in the name of Jesus. Father, you are touching her, Lord. Every part that is out of alignment, every part that is fallen into depression and despair, Father Lord, and has come back, Father Lord, to, to just torment your daughter, Father Lord. We release her from these things right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask, Holy Spirit, that you come and pour out your fire right now, that you burn off every infirmity right now, that you burn off everything that is happening in this body right now in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are restoring to your daughter, Father fullness of life and fullness of joy. We prophesy healing. We prophesy alignment. We prophesy Lord that no longer will she be tormented in her mind by these things Father Lord. That these things will come up and tell her that she's not good enough because she's been healed. She's already been touched and the work's already been done in your name Father if you have already won the victory. So we declare <laughs> healing over Karen right now in Jesus name. Everything come in alignment.
1: <laughs> Come on, <laughs> let's go, stay up here. Right, do you have, do you have a testimony?
3: <laughs> for one, I kind of had that coming for me for all the times I've done that to you, so fair. <laughs> so I actually have no idea where this is going, so let's just see where God takes this. Um Yeah, no, no, that's what it is. Um, I wanted to say that Speak Jesus is pretty awesome because I am a living testimony that when you speak Jesus over something, everything must come into alignment. I've got a long list of disabilities, mental health conditions, that doctors have just put on my life. Um, From the moment I was born, I was told I'd never be able to walk or talk. Um, Clearly, that's not true. But... Then what happened was went back to the doctor and the doctor's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you have this condition and all your fingers and toes are going to be in a fist by the age of 20 and you're not going to be able to walk or do anything. I turned 20 in June, so look at me. Uh, So God has just done amazing things. And this actually has Matt in it too. (laughs) But last year at Youth Advance Camp, I had the worst pain I'd ever felt in my whole entire life, mental health, physical health. I was done. I was like ready to call an ambulance it was that bad and I heard God say go up the front and get prayer so I went up and I'm like Matt I'm done and he's like let's pray fell down he's like "Pastor a um, day from new life he's like pray for her keep praying for her so every time I fell down they'd pick me up down up down up I was done I was like and he's like we're going to be here till it's done until you're healed and I'm like we're going to be here a long time dude So then we got prayed for, and that night, my anxiety broke. My depression broke, and I can now jump. Like, you see me jumping like crazy out here. I've never been able to do that before. That's all God.
1: Woo! Praise God. Woo! Okay.
4: Uh, Hello, I'm Kim. And this story doesn't have mad in it. (laughs) Okay, so about 16 months ago, the Lord led me um, to a season of prayer. And uh, it's been the most beautiful season. It's like a Mary of Bethany season where I've been at his feet and just seeking him and just going further. And in that season, he said for me to resign. So for the last 16 months, I haven't been working (laughs) I've got a mortgage, I have no savings and I have no income and my God is my provider (laughs) and I have seen his faithfulness over and over and over again. He is so remarkable, he is so, the word he says, it's his truth. When he says that he will supply our every need according to his riches in glory, he means it that is truth, that is truth, I'm still in my own home, Um, um, I think at the beginning of this journey I was believing for like $10,000 at a time, like okay God, I need $10,000 and then he just really brought me back to basics, okay, so God I need registration, God I need fuel, God I need toilet paper, (laughs) God I need food, God I need mortgage payment. And I have just seen him come through over and over again. There's just been, you know, um, through friends, through family, through acquaintances, um, I've got, there's just nothing in my bank account, you know what I mean? There's nothing to fall back on. It's it's like Peter, where you've just stepped out of the boat. And it's just like, my eyes are on you, Lord. I trust you. You said you would provide, and you provide. And he just comes through every time. So I just want to encourage you for whether you're believing for your next meal, for your daily bread, because there have been times where I've looked in my fridge and there's been a day's worth of food there. But he always comes through. I, I haven't had to fast, I haven't had, I've fasted, but, that, I mean, but not forced fasting, there's been no forced fasting over these last 16 months, so you know, whether you're believing for your daily bread, whether you're believing for rates, your mortgage payment, a new home, a car, he's got it, he is so, so faithful, so I just want to leave that with you, he is, he is a good God. Yeah. Oh God. I just speak now to every single person in this house, Lord God, that you said that you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Father God, I declare this over this house, Lord God, that every single person in this home, every single person in this house, that their needs are met. Father God, whether that's the, a simple need, Lord God, or whether that's the the, the the more than enough, Father God, but you are able, Father God. You are a good God and you give good and perfect gifts to your children, Father. So thank you. Jesus, as we step out in the boat, as we trust in you, Lord, our eyes are on you. Yeah. Uh, our eyes are on you, Lord, and you've never let us down. So I declare that, Lord God, not only a provision, but, at, uh, but a time of abundance. Lord, that we've got more than enough to give to others. That we've got more than enough to give to others. Hallelujah. And I declare that that God's kingdom come and his will be done over every single person, over every single family in this house today, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
5: Okay, so um, back in the day when I was in youth, they asked me to worship lead. Back in the day, I was not very confident with speaking at all. I was terrified. When I was in grade one, they made me do Psalm 100, and it was the scariest thing of my whole life. I <laughs> memorized it. Um, but I always had like a really strong fear of public speaking. So when I was actually Dal Dale asked me to do it, I was like, yes, because I was in that season where I was like really wanting to say yes to God, but I was actually terrified. And I wasn't sleeping. I was like, I, everything, I was thinking like, get out of it, like, I don't want to do this. I have to get out of it. I have to try and talk my way out of it, because it's, ter- it's terrifying. But about three days into that, um, I had a dream, and in the dream, God met with me, and God not God not only like um, spoke into that insecurity, but He did so much more. He yeah. He actually delivered me, I think, of about fifteen things that were probably demonic in origin, but had affected my whole life. Wow. And then at the end of the dream, and I'm cutting so many corners. If you want to hear this story to come and see me because it's incredible. But at the end of it, you know, um, in the past before that, God had come on me to fix and to tell me, love me and to know do things one thing at a time but i in this night at the end of the dream God just lingered he was with me It sat, sat with me and he lingered and I was like this question came was like God like why are you still here like the, the my experience for you up to this point was that you come and do what you need to do and then you go and then God was just like I just want to be with you and in that moment like like obviously i bored like a baby but um God actually like just changed my whole life and, you know, before that, I was a bit of a downer. And after that, I've always had a smile on my face. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It actually changed, the com- that dream changed the complete direction of my whole life. And um, I don't know who needs to hear that today. But, you know, like, God is that good. Like you said about wonderful works. he's so wonderful. It, it, I just don't have words for it, you know. And, and that dream, like, I cried, I got up. And for months after that, I was walking on clouds. Like, I was just, like, a completely different person. And, you know, I've been going through that for everybody.
1: Yeah.
5: So good. Yeah.
6: I also wanted to share about a dream I had in which I actually realized my own salvation. And it's the point in when I really met Jesus for myself. So I had given my heart to Jesus at this point, but I wouldn't say I knew him. And I was having a lot of dreams. And I was tormented by the devil constantly, and then one night I felt myself, I had sleep paralysis. And if anyone who's experienced that, I couldn't believe that I knew I just had to say the name of Jesus. I had to say the name of Jesus. And as I did that, I felt this thing lift off me. And then I was still in the dream, but I went in my dream to my friend. I said, I just, I feel there's something wrong and I need you to pray for me. And she did. And as she did, she literally pulled something out of my mouth and said, you are free in Jesus' name. And I woke up in that moment moment, and I knew Jesus was the way, the truth, and the life. I gave my whole life to Jesus at that point. (laughs) It was really calm. And the awesome thing was, was I actually prayed that night with that friend and I heard the voice of God speaking to me and he told me to get rid of, I had crystals at that point, I had tarot cards, I had vision boards. I got rid of absolutely everything in my room and I just followed Jesus ever since. (laughs) Sorry. Is that all? I do have another (laughs) story. I have another story. My other ones are all with Matt as well, so I thought I'd share a different one. But I also had an instance of physical healing not long after that. We were at the youth camp at Matt's parents' place. And I was having sciatic nerve pain, just pinching. I don't know if anyone's had that before, but when a nerve pinches and it was shooting down my leg all the time. And I was actually complaining to one of the other youth leaders. I was like, oh, because we were moving around a lot and it was quite flared up. And then that night, on the second night, um, we were just doing prayer and they were releasing words like Matt did earlier for healing. And I was actually outside of the room. But the person that I'd been telling all my issues to came to me when I come back in. And they said, there's a word for you. It was for you. I know it was for you. You need to go up to the pastor and they're going to pray for you. And I was like, okay, cool. I don't know what's really going on. I just stepped out. So I went up to the pastor and um, it was Pastor Jesse, actually. And he said, okay, this word's for you. I'm just going to put my hand on your back. You're going to feel some heat. You might feel some pressure. You might feel some energy. And I had no of my own experiences of healing at this point. So I had no idea what was really going on. So I was just happy to be there. And uh, as soon as he laid his hand on my back, I felt the heat and I felt the e- this energy on my back. And it was like an electric shock down the sciatica nerve. And that point I could not stand. I hit the deck. I didn't fall gracefully. I just went down like a sack of potatoes. And it was healed. Jesus healed me in that moment and did such a work. And it was amazing. <laughs>
7: All right. Lucky last. Lucky last, I guess. You want to hold it? I don't All trust right. you yet. Give me one second. I need to stretch. <laughs> All right, so I actually wasn't going to talk about this because um, I thought it was a bit more of a personal thing, but God was like, no, nah, you're, you're doing this, so here I am. Um, so I was going to previously talk about my baptism, but uh, God was like, no, you really need to open up about this. Um, and that was when I had healing and uh, breakthrough for um, my anxiety and depression. I know it's something that said a lot, but um, it was before youth, I was just came in, I was so slumped, I was like, that's man, I'm, I'm ready to collapse. I just could not do it anymore. I was like, you know, just fell down. And so Matt, Matt's in the story, by the way, uh, he went and um, took me into the mother's room as such. And we just, when I sat there for a bit and I was like there's something that's gripping. I, I can feel it's like, like these chains are like pulling me back constantly from my past things that I've done that have caused me to stop, that has limited me from the journey that I can take with God. And it binded me so deeply where I was like, I'm I, I can't move you know, where I don't know if anyone's felt this, but you you are stuck, you know, um, And in that moment, um, Matt was like, there's something severe that we need to cut off here. And so he started praying for me and he was like, no, this needs to be released. And so what we found out that it was, you know, a demonic thing that needed to be broken off, that there was some kind of ties there. And so Matt just prayed for me. And after all that, I won't go into the details about, but after Matt prayed for me, man, I walked out there. I was so energetic, I was like, time to live it up, like time to actually, you know, knock on the devil's door and be like, I'm sorry, I, I'm not a servant or a slave Come to you anymore, on. I'm, I'm Jesus, on. you know, I, I'm telling you now to back off, you know, I know where I stand. Anyway. So good.
1: I've never seen anyone stack chairs so fast in my life after that, praise God. It was wild. Now listen, this is what I'm going to do. Um, can we all just stand up really quickly? And this is what I felt. This is what I felt the Lord do was say to me was, in that scripture, Acts 2.11, it says, finishing off that all these different people groups all heard the works of God in their own tongue, and I know that there's people in this room that relate to the works of God in these people's lives, so this is what I want you to do, just really quick, The time, my time's up, I'm not even going to finish preaching, I might do some ministry maybe, but this is what I want to do, if you resonate with a testimony, or there's something that, that you need freedom from, whatever that looks like, I would love for you to come and respond, and we're going to have these amazing men and women actually minister to you, and minister over you the freedom, the healing that they of experience because revelation says this the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy so god wants to do the same thing in your life as he d- has done in theirs so i just encourage you in this moment we're d- i'm going to pray really quick and then i'd encourage you to respond is that okay all right father in jesus name you Let your word go forth, Father. Let the testimony of the works, testimony of the miracle, testimony of the salvation, the deliverance of when Jesus touched me. Let it be the spirit of prophecy in this house in Jesus' mighty name. So, Father, right now I ask... Touch the hearts of the people. Lord God, let them feel to respond in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus, when it says in your word, in Matthew 15, it says that you did many martyrous mighty works and they celebrated your works and glorified the Father for three days. Lord God, we're going to celebrate your mighty works for the rest of our lives, God. We're going to carry your glory, Jesus. We're going to carry your anointing so that the whole of Earth will be filled with the glory of God, the glory of God. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. so right now if that's you come respond come and respond to the Lord. if you need healing in your body, come and respond. if you feel you need um, freedom from anxiety and depression come and respond. if you feel that you need um, what was a, 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 a supernatural provision, come and respond come and respond, come and respond. Come and respond.